Welcome back to the show. Today, we're going to talk about the seven phases of trading as well as why you need to be both emotionally and mentally ready before you can ultimately trade the way that you want to trade. Now, before we jump into things, I want to give you guys a big thank you for supporting the show. If you're a frequent listener, if you haven't done so already, do me a favor, leave a rating, leave a review, show your support. If you're brand new, make sure you take the 10 episode challenge, meaning find 10 random episodes of the Trading Coach Podcast, listen to 10 in order, I don't really care, but listen to 10, see if it's something that you like. And if you do, make sure you lock in three times a week each time I release a new episode. All right, let's hop in. Everything's great, risk reward doesn't work. Oh, shoot. Can't take the trade, all right? All right, Akil, so I have two choices. And and the past me is like, okay, well, erase the chart, right-click, erase all drawing tools, move on to the next thing. The new me, and not not like new, this is new me meaning like the last phase of Akil, which has been, I don't even know how many years now, I'm getting too old in this game. But the, the, the part where I allowed myself to have more flexibility and more reason to enter, now I'm saying, okay, well, okay, that didn't work. But I know that sometimes the market doesn't always go straight up. It's 2.0, probably like 7.0. I I probably went through like five phases before I ever got good. (laughs) There was probably those those first those first phases went pretty quickly. It's it's like it's like when you know Windows gives you an update and then like two months later it gives you another update. It's like Ninja Trader, like Ninja Trader sevens out, and it's like oh Ninja Trader 7.1 because we found some errors. That was me at the beginning of my trading career. It was like a keel. 2.0 2.0 this time it's for real then like one month later after i like i blow an account uh 2.1 2.1 still making mistakes uh, 2.2 still not psychologically there yet 2.3 still missing trade entries 2.4 right 2. Point, and it just it keeps imagine like update 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 that'd be a cool video where it's like uh you know just you you, you upgrade your you upgrade your trading like a keel 2.0 this time i'm serious right and then like Five minutes later, you hear like your whatever your email notification is, do 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 do, <laughs> and it's like uh, uh, we experienced the bug. Please download two point two, and that's like me saying I'm gonna be better this time. I promise. I'm gonna stop moving my stop loss. Do 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 two point three. I promise. I really promise this time. I'm no more taking targets early. Do 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 two point four. <sighs> Emotional trading. Do 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 two point. It just keeps going and going and going and going. Um, so I, I probably had maybe not that many, but I you know I did a bunch of dumb stuff. You guys, many of you guys know my story. Um, if not, go back and listen to episode zero 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 of the Trading Coach podcast. Just ignore the weird intro music. I didn't know what I was doing back then. Um, but um, I, I probably went through if to not to get too far off this point, but I probably went through Akil one was going into forex, overly confident because I did really really well in stocks. Um, so I went into Forex and just assumed I would do well because I can make more money with less money and whatever like that. And then like 2.0 was the realization, like, I know nothing about technical analysis and I need to learn technical analysis. Like I have to like have a rhyme and reason before what I'm doing. 3.0 was probably, and there's little updates in between here, but 3.0 was probably realizing like, I can't do this by myself. I need to humble myself. I need help. I need to ask for help. I cannot learn this by myself. Um, 4.0 was, hey, Akil, you've got a mentor and a coach, but maybe you should actually listen to what they're saying instead of just trying to do what, you're, what you want to do anyway. 
And then I would say 5.0 was um, 5.0 was getting it, but not psychologically there. 5.0 was getting it solid technical analyst, solid chartist, psychological wreck. And then 6.0 was like, oh, crap, if I follow my rules, I can make money. Right. So 6.0 was the turning point. 6.0 was the, oh, my gosh, I'm actually good at making predictions and analyzing a chart and finding trading opportunities. The only reason I was losing money is because I kept doing dumb stuff. Right. What if I just stopped doing the dumb stuff? Right. Little light bulb overhead. If I just stop doing the dumb stuff, I'll keep more of my money. Right. It was one of it was one of those one of those type of deals. So that was that would have been 6.0, and that, that's that's the turning point. And then um, I guess maybe I don't know how many upgrades after that. It all kind of flows together. But maybe maybe 7.0 is I, I would say one more 7.0 because even when I, even when I had my turning point, I, I was more of kind of a a one thing trader. I was like strictly trading pattern formations. Um, 7.0 was kind of going back to Classic charting patterns, CTS, the stuff that I originally support resistance, supply and demand, like price action, the stuff that I really had a passion for earlier on, but wasn't psychologically ready to handle. I, I wasn't, I, we talk about rules-based discretionary trading a lot, right? Well, discretion has to be earned, right? Understand that. Intuition is earned, discretion is earned. And although I liked that type of style before, I wasn't, I didn't earn the right to trade that way. I don't know if that makes sense, guys. I, I wasn't, I wasn't mentally ready, right? I, again, I, I talk about it like um, my youngest son is an absolute beast on the pitch, right? Um, an absolute beast. Everyone that knows him, like both my kids are, are pretty good, but everyone that's seen my youngest, they look at him and they're like, "Yo, you got something special there." Like every coach has said that. Every parent is like, "I know, like there's something different about this dude," like. He's just he's he's game day ready all the time. It's something sick and disgusting and he's obsessive about it. And like if he continues to enjoy it, I, I think he can have a good career, like maybe get a college scholarship or something like that. Right. But it, it was we, we so he's good. So he was always kind of advised to play up where it first started. He was he was three or four. No, he's three. He was three. And they were like, he should play with the four-year-old group because he's just, it's, he's wasting his time with this younger group. And skill-wise, we went to the, the thing and he's better than like all these four-year, all these four or five-year-olds, right? Much better, right? But mentally he wasn't there. And I remember his first indoor practice thing at this little clinic thing, just like a fun thing. Um, because he had a different name tag because um, we had to sign him up with the younger group and then they said, just come to the older group. So all the boys had like blue name tags and his name tag was like red because it was with the younger group. And they teased him. They teased him. And he cried. And he didn't play. He didn't play any more, any more practices. And it reminded me of the point. And I'm, I'm like super like killer mindset. Like I told you I did the Iron Man this weekend in a hailstorm. And I was like smiling and enjoying it. Like it, it gave me pleasure. It's weird. Like my... I am that, that was me as an athlete. I am that weird, like, sicko. But it's that same sicko where it's like, if my team is down, like, one point, like, give me the ball. Like, I want the pressure. Like, I love it. 
Like, I, I want you to hope I fail. Like, I like that. Um, probably why I became successful in trading, too, because everyone and their mom, including my dad, told me I was going to fail pretty much. So I think I kind of liked that, and it made me kind of want to win and prove them wrong even more. I, I always, I, I find motivation and stuff like that. Like, where people tell me I can't do it. Like, I, ooh, I love it. Like I want to prove them so wrong. And I don't say anything when I prove them wrong. I just, I just, I just want them to know. And I love when they reach back out. Oh, I see that trading thing worked out for you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, sort of. <laughs> yeah, sort of living my perfect life and stuff. No, nothing major. Um, but anyway, he wasn't, he wasn't mentally, he, he was physically ready. He was physically ready to compete with this older group. But mentally, he wasn't ready because he's three years old, guys. He was three years old. He, he's never got bullied before. He's just there to have fun. Mentally, he wasn't ready. So there's, 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 it, it, you have to be both to be ready, ready to move on. We fast forward. He just turned five last month, about a month ago, uh, half a month ago, right? He's playing up again. Had his first game, a uh, little, you know, game scrimmage thing this past weekend. He's five. He's playing with six-year-olds, whatever like that. And he's out there dominating. But, and, and he's always had that physical ability. But mentally, he's in a better place right now. Like mentally, he doesn't, he knows, like he knows now, like, oh, you know, kids will be kids. Kids will tease you sometimes. Like, don't take it personal. Go score goals and, and look at them. Like stuff like that. Um, not that he's been teased, but he's, he just matured mentally as kids do from three to five, right? Two years is a big, a big difference, right? But it's just like in trading where it takes two of those things. I wanted to trade a certain way. I loved price action. I loved classic patterns, your head and shoulders, your flags, your, your pennants. Right? I looked at this stuff in the stock market. I love support and resistance, supply and demand. I loved it. I had a passion for it. But I just wasn't ready to do it. I wasn't at the point where I can trust my eyes to see these things correctly. I wasn't at the point where I can operate in the market in any other way than something that had extremely strict rules. I was so emotionally immature as a trader, I needed very black and very white rules because that's the only way I was going to follow them. If I gave myself the opportunity to have freedom, I was going to ruin it. I was going to sabotage and I did sabotage. So it was interesting. Once I earned that experience and, and I grew and I emotionally matured as a trader, trading a different trading style. I now went back because of just curiosity, passion. Like I'm a, I'm a nerd about the market. So I always go back and revisit things like over and over again. When I went back and revisited more of a price action based trading, more of a, a classic chartist type of, of trading, something had changed. And yes, my, my eyes did change in the market. I was better at reading a price chart. I was better at, at identifying key levels and stuff like that. That's part of, you know, time in market. But psychologically, emotionally, I was better. I wasn't tempted to do the dumb stuff. I understood that, I understood the power of, of following your rules. I understood what happened when you didn't follow your rules. And if there's one thing that scares me to death, it is not following my rules because I know where it will end me because it, it did it so many times. And I noticed that I can now trade the way that I've always wanted to trade because now I'm, I'm at that point. And I think it's interesting as a trader because we, we need to understand that. And, and, and you got to dive into yourself. I, there's, I don't know if there's, there's not like a test you can take that can tell you when you're ready and when you're not. But 
You have to understand that just because you like something doesn't mean you can do it right now. Sometimes you just got to do what works, right? I traded pattern formations because you know what? It was something I can do and it made me money. And I just needed to make money. I need to get the ball rolling, right? I knew I'd have time to evolve and, and try out fancy stuff later. But I, I, I did something and I, I, I enjoy patterns, right? Don't get me wrong. But I, it was black and white as close as can be. There is, there's some discretion in like impulse legs and, and moves and stuff like that. But in comparison to price action trading, it, it was much more black and white. And I tried that with, with mechanical systems and failed. I tried it with other stuff and failed. I found something that worked for now that I, I liked. Maybe I didn't love, but I liked it. And I used it to make profit. And I used that profit to help change my life and buy me time. And once I bought time with that profit, I used that time to explore and revisit, explore new things, but also revisit old things. And I saw that, man, now I've, I've leveled up enough, right? I've got enough experience points that now I can do the things that I always wanted to do. It's, it's very similar for you gamers out there. It's like some of these games you go to and like these free roaming games, you go to a certain point and you just it's impossible for you to beat this boss because you don't have enough experience points. So you got to go all back and do all these side quests and get all these experience points. And then you finally come back to that boss. And you're like, now I'm leveled up and I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's dance. Right. And it's, it's lovely when that happens. So that's. And that's kind of the, the different phases of Akil. Hope you enjoyed. Hope my story gave you some motivation, inspiration, or at least kind of laid out a clearer path of what it looks like to really find success in trading. And I'm not kidding when I say that it, it changed my life forever. I get kind of tongue-tied and a little emotional every time I talk about it. But, you know, sometimes we take things for granted. And, you know, if you have a dream, just do whatever you need to do to chase that dream. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it. Use that as motivation. And, you know, surround yourself with people that are going to encourage you versus discourage you. So anyway, that's another podcast topic in its own right. Thank you guys for joining. Love you guys. Love the support. Keep it up. And I'll see you guys next episode.